welcome to the Becoming Eva podcast, where we discuss real-life issues from a woman's perspective. Becoming Eva seeks to break the silence within the female community while fostering authenticity, transparency, and healing. We're your hosts, Latoya Moore and Maya Dawson. Let's get started. Hey, happy season seven. Season seven premiere. Yes, we are here, y'all. We are back. I know it's been a long time. We shouldn't have left you without a podcast to step to, but <laughs> we got some shorts. We got some shorts in there, some content over the over the break. So hopefully you were enjoying that. But we back. So yes. how you feeling, Toya? I'm good. Um, it's been how to say a rough month mm. starting my new position all right um in school mm-hmm. um kids they're in school homework and all their activities so just trying to find my balance yeah yeah it's always rough this time of year it feels like because it's just transition mode like i was telling a girlfriend the other day like i always usually sense some type of angst when I feel the summer coming to an end. Like, first of all, y'all, spring and summer is my jam, okay? I don't know about y'all, but spring and summer is my jam. I don't have allergies. So when the weather starts warming up, I'm here for it. My birthday's in the spring. I can live in tank tops and flip-flops all year round. So that's my jam. But when I start to feel summer start to like wind down, I get sad. And honestly, I get a little anxious because I feel like, you know, okay, we got to kind of, you know, get back to the grind, get back to, you know, the routine, start dealing with more traffic, start dealing with, you know, more things being scheduled and stuff. So you're not alone. You're not alone. So take your time, find your rhythm and, you know, God's got you. Wow. Oh, I tell you. So, y'all, we um, yeah, we got a lot of catching up to do. So we're gonna use this episode to bring y'all up to speed. Okay, we actually have a new segment that we're gonna start integrating where needed when it applies. But uh, this segment is called "What Had Happened Was <laughs> Dot Dot Dot" because you know we got stories. We got stories for you. We got stories. So first off. Hopefully, y'all, if you follow us, you know, if you're online paying attention, you know that we had the opportunity to go to Essence Fest this summer. So that was dope. It was a great experience. It was a really great experience. Um, I had to get out of my shell. Yes, yes. Because, you know, I'm like an introvert. I know I do a lot of extroverted things, but I'm definitely (laughs) an introvert. I don't like going up to people. I don't like starting conversations. Like, I will talk to you yeah. if I know you, but that was a little out of my comfort zone, yeah. like, talking to people. Um, but I got better over the time. You did. <laughs> I thought you did great. I thought you did great. And as much as people want to think I'm an extrovert, I'm not. I'm really not. Like, I'm not. I have a, I have a switch that I know how to flip on and flip off. Like, I've had that. I feel like since I was a little girl, it's like, all right, y'all, it's showtime, you know, but at the same time, I recharge in solitude. Like I am big on like, you know, one-on-one communication, small groups, like, you know, I'm here for that more than I'm going to be the life of the party. So I got you. It was definitely a stretch for me as well. We literally were trying to be intentional, y'all, about connecting with people that we feel like would benefit from becoming Eva and asking them, you know, telling them about our 
podcast, asking them to follow us, you know, support us. We made a couple connections with potential guests. You know, we got to meet and greet some incredible people. So I will start. Let's start with day one. Okay. What did you think when we first got there? Um, day one, I think I was a little overwhelmed by mm-hmm. the magnitude of people. Yes, so yes. Like, it's a free event. Of course, yes. people are going to show up. Yes. They give you all this free stuff. Yes. I did not pack right because <laughs> if you go to Essence Festival, make sure when you pack your suitcase that you leave like a lot of room mm-hmm. for all the liquids and makeup. Yes. And all the different free goodies that they give you. Yes. I, brought, I made it work. I still bought it. All, you know. <laughs> we know you did. I made it work. I got it in my, um, <gasps> you know, I had, they were telling people at the airport, the lady, she kept on the intercom. Was oh, like, snap. Ladies, I know y'all went to Essence oh, Festival. Oh, no. But y'all gonna have to condense those bags. Oh, snap. One personal and one carry-on. And, like, you just saw, like, everybody, like, <laughs> that was flying back to Atlanta. You know, we all had our yeah. and pink bags. And people were trying to, like, fold. They were checking, too, to make sure people condensed it. But um, A mess. We, we brought back some. Yes. Giveaways galore. (laughs) Goodies galore, y'all. Like for real. I I was very impressed given the fact that it is. It's a free event. It's open to the public. You literally just go online and you register. And um, the caliber of it, the quality of it, you know, it's a huge event. I don't really do crowds, y'all, especially since COVID. I'm like not here for the crowds. So I was, you know, I had my mask ready, but we were outdoors a lot. And quite honestly, indoors in the convention center area everything is so spread out so it really wasn't like we were pushed up on one another unless we were in line for something you know and literally there were tons of things going on so we you know downloaded the app and we were like mapping out our strategy each day like okay who do you want to see where do you want to go what do you want to do like and there was stuff going on all day like literally we would get there from like we probably get there about 9 9 30 in the morning and literally just be going non-stop till about three four five at night so it was a lot but i mean you can't beat it considering it's a free event and they just had such great experiences set up throughout you know great photo ops you know the people that we got to great artists performing you know um some of y'all saw we um participated in um some book sign or went to some book signings. Um, I think the first day we got there was when we saw Morgan Harper Nichols. And yeah. so that was amazing. She is an, an incredible writer, artist, poet, creative. Like, I mean, there's so many different things that she does, but she just does it from such an um, incredibly authentic place. And um, I think as an adult, she discovered that she had some Um, some learning disabilities, basically. And she has found a way to navigate it in such a relevant, relatable way that people just gravitate to her. And so she was there. And then a lot of people don't know that her sister is Jamie Grace. Like, I love the way you hold me, Jamie Grace. And so she was actually there supporting her sister, which I thought was just super dope because she was like, it's not about me. It's about my sister. So I was like, while it's not about her, it's about you. I'm a, ro- or, you know, not about you, it's about her. I'm a roll up, 
See if I can get a picture, because I know who you are, Jamie. I need a picture. So it was great to just be in that type of setting. You know, it was we talked about um, kind of like the writer's area kind of being like kind of our favorite place because it just felt so intimate. Yeah, I love that one. Yeah, that was awesome. We got to um, hear some incredible artists. Um, Molly Music was there. Uh, of course, uh, Erica Campbell, D1, Wande. Shout out to Wande. It was, she killed it. And it was so amazing to see her on the main stage, like do her thing. So that was amazing. Um, and then... I think that was my favorite mm -hmm. one um, with Wande and D1 yes. and Erica Campbell. Because I felt like even though the crowd was a little hard because you know it was traditional yeah. traditional mm -hmm. crowd they were like kind of looking at her mm -hmm. like what are you up there singing and doing mm -hmm. up there on stage but she still went up there and represented Brought i'm it. like i'm so glad that we were able to witness this yes because as she continues to grow in her craft Absolutely. you know people are going to recognize her so absolutely i was proud of her i was very proud of her i mean i just yeah she did a phenomenal job like you said the energy was there she was working that stage killing it so and it was a huge um platform that she had because um throughout the event they had like smaller stages where you could hear different people speak but then um they did a big gospel fest on sunday and so that place was packed out with hundreds of people and she killed it you know her andy one they did an amazing job so that was awesome we got to hear some incredible people speak you know and <laughs> we have moments of course because you know you know they did do a, a dark skin brother panel a chocolate drop panel <laughs> and your aunties that's all i got to say to you your aunties they were cutting up in the crowd <laughs> Ah. Out, Ooh, yes. look at that sweat yes. down his face. Yes. I was like, oh my gosh. This was Kofi, <laughs> Kofi Sorobo. I don't know if I'm saying your name right correctly, sir, but from Queen Sugar, he was there. Terrence J was there, you know, so they were going in, going <laughs> in. Turn a little bit this way. Oh man. Ooh, yes. Help the people, help the people. <laughs> Great panel discussions, you know, Angie Martinez, Tabitha Brown, amazing, amazing, amazing. I was upset because I thought I had missed her at first, but they brought her back for a panel. So that was amazing. The cast of Abbott Elementary, oh, yeah, the shy. Oh my gosh. We yeah, we almost didn't make that one. That was that was a little rough. I didn't I didn't rough. know my was a, a little gangster. <laughs> you know, it was a long line to get into uh, yep. Abbott Elementary yeah, and uh, her husband mm -hmm. was inside mm -hmm. already along with uh, someone else. Mm -hmm. And so we cut the line. You know, I'm a rule follower. So I was like, Bless oh my gosh. Heart. And she was like telling the people like, no, we got seats in there. And we do. Showing them the photos. We do. And people were like, uh, uh. We got seats too. I was like, I promise you, I'm not cutting. I'm telling you, we have seats already in there. And we so those people, I was like, oh my gosh. We just we did what we had to do. I would say this, it would have been different if my husband wasn't already inside. We also had the opportunity to go with Latrinka, our amazing producer, supporter, all of the above, and her husband, Jerry. So they were already inside. So I was like, okay, it'd be different if we all stuck out here, like literally, but no. And Latrinka sent us a picture of the seats. I was like, these are the seats. They're empty. No one is sitting in them. We need to be in there. So, and, I, and I was behind her saying, 
our spouses, yeah, our spouses are in there telling the people to calm down. Mm-hmm. The rule follower, the rule follower. That's what she was doing. So, yes, but we made it in, and that was a blessing because they had they, you know, they kind of tell you who's going to be there. So we knew a lot of the cast was going to be there, but at the last minute, they added Quinta Brunson. So everybody was like, ah. So it was just amazing to hear from all of them. We had the opportunity to um, to do a meet and greet or attend a meet and greet with Michelle Williams. That was amazing. And just hear her journey as it relates to mental health. Like, it was great. It, it was, was great. Awesome experience. Yes. So, but you know, we, we got to spill a little tea. We got to spill a little tea. So what takes the cake for you? What was what was our, our number? I, I would say, what do I feel like my number one experience was probably that Saturday night? At the restaurant. Oh, I think that was. I think that was my top. I think that was my top experience. Yes. Yeah. So you want to? You can tell them about that. It was. And 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 we didn't post about this one, y'all. You know, I think Latrinka did, but we didn't post about it because we was trying. We was trying not to be a little messy. We was trying, but I gotta spill some tea while we're here. Okay, y'all. I'm just saying. Okay, so Saturday night after day two. We trying to figure out where we gonna eat, where we going, what we doing, right? So we find ourselves at this restaurant inside of a hotel. Was it the it Four Seasons? A, it was a four. It was the Four Seasons ho- hotel. Yeah, five it was star hotel. Bougie looking yes. to the point where we like, do y'all have a dress code? Can we eat in here? Like, <laughs> it was a lot going on. So we had like little shorts on because yes. you know it was hot. Very hot, so like tank tops and shorts. Yes. So we we was like, can we eat in here? And they're like, yeah, come on, come on, you know. So we came in, we walked through. The, as soon as we come into the restaurant, who do I see? Maxine Shaw, attorney at law, aka Erica Alexandra, over on the side talking to somebody, and she literally dressed like an attorney, looking, you know, she was hashing it out with somebody. I was like, oh my god, it's er- it's Erica. So. We walking in, she right there to the right. We trying to keep ourselves composed because we like, all right, we're not going to fan out. So we just walking. We, they took us all the way to the back of the restaurant. We had a nice cushy booth and we were like, oh, we can exhale and just eat some good food, recoup, all that good stuff. You know, just, you know, re, re-up, you know, it's been a long day. So all that to say, um, we ordering food, we're doing our thing, right? We, we just chilling out. So we look up and Toy, you were sitting next to me, right? Yes. You were sitting next to me. My husband was sitting across from me. And then uh, Jerry and Latrinka were sitting next to, to my husband. So I had a great view. You had, you did. <laughs> we both did actually. So we look up and who is getting seated at the table right behind us? Jonathan Majors. And Megan Good. <laughs> Yes. Now we didn't realize it was making good afterward, right? We we we're freaking out over Jonathan Majors because he's scanning up, he's talking, meeting, greeting somebody came over, hugged him, whatever, and he was just chilling, tank top and shorts, just chilling. I'm freaking out. My husband's in front of me, like, calm down. I was like, thank God you're here and because yeah. Latrinka's trying to take uh <laughs> selfies to yes. get images of Jonathan in yes. the photos. Trying to be inconspicuous, <laughs> right? So we are fanning out for real, but trying to hold it together, right? Trying to hold it together. So, you know, like I said, we got there first. We ordered our food already and they came in after us. They sitting down. So one of the things we ordered is something they're like known for. It's like this whole fried chicken or whatever. And so they, they do this whole presentation where they like bring it out and they're like, 
do you approve? Take a look at it before we take it in the back and slice it up, cut it up, whatever, right? So they bring it right to you, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And he's like, well, do you want to take a picture of it? Oh, of course we do. And then I got a picture with Jonathan. He's looking at the chicken like, ooh, that looks good. And I got a picture. Oh, we didn't post it. We didn't po- did we we did, post it on Facebook? We did not no, post, we didn't it. post it. We did not. Po- we were but, trying to keep it classy, y'all. We did not post he it. He was looking at the chicken. So enough. He and was they looking. ordered the same chicken. Yes, they did. And I was like, okay. Yes. So we got a good picture of him looking over, <laughs> over our, the shoulder. Yes. So, so conversation or the night goes on. We're still fanning out. And then we're like, okay, well, who is he with? You know? And so, of course, it's all kind of rumors that he and Megan Good are dating. And we're like, I wonder if he's with Megan Good. So um, my husband is like, well, let me look online and see, you know, where she may be posting from, you know? So she posted something and her hair looked similar to the back of the person that you know was sitting next to him so we're like oh my gosh i wonder if that's megan good (laughs) nobody could tell though because literally her back was to the backs of you know our table so we couldn't get a good look right so on our way out we're like okay y'all we're just gonna have to turn around and look we're just gonna have to turn around and look like there's no other way right so literally we're you know trying to keep our cool we walk out and i just turn around to like fix my hair and it was Megan Good, y'all. <laughs> it was Megan Good. I ain't like it was Megan Good. So if anybody has some questions, they hanging out. We we can confirm it. That's all I'm saying. They hanging out. I don't know the status of their relationship, but it was four people, two guys, two girls. That's all I'm saying. And one of the guys was Jonathan Majors and one of the girls was Megan Good. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. So yeah, that's the tea. That is the tea. <laughs> it was an event, y'all, but we had a great time. A great time. So yes. Anything else about the amazing Essence Fest before we move no. on in? It was just it was a wonderful event. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Got our we got our shirts there. Oh yeah. Yeah. The amazing becoming even they actually were doing personalized shirts. So the three of us got shirts that say becoming Eva. So those will pop up. And I'm I'm wearing it um, it today. Yes. We had a good, good time, y'all. So highly recommend it if you've never been. I mean, as many years as they've been doing it, it'll be, I think, 30. This was probably year 28. I think maybe they took one year off because of COVID or was it because of Katrina? I think they went online during COVID and they took a year or maybe they moved to Houston for Katrina. I don't remember. But all that to say, going on 30 years, it's an amazing event. So I would definitely encourage you to check it out. I see why, you know, women make it their annual girls trip. Like it's, you know, you can't beat it. And of course the city, the food, we didn't even talk about the the food food was amazing. We didn't even, yeah. I mean, ridiculous. Like I'm just going to say, thank God we chose to walk as much as we did because that at least helped me balance out a little bit between that and the humidity, like, cause it was hot. So between those two things, I was like, I'm going to eat, y'all. I'm going to eat because I'm working it <laughs> off. I'm splitting it out. So, but ridiculous. Yes, we, we had a great time. I think actually Jerry just sent a link about the the um, the oysters, the grilled oysters, y'all, at Drago's. Drago's, which was your pick. It was a great restaurant. Yeah, it was, I think my top favorite out of mm-hmm. all the ones we visited. Yeah, it was really good. So great food, great people, great um, experience. So if you haven't, check it out check it out. All right. That's Essence Fest for you. That's the scoop. 
All right. So one more thing on what had happened was um, we're in the midst of celebrating 50 years of hip hop. Like literally every month this year, there has been something going on celebrating 50 years of hip hop. Every award show, every talk show, you know, like all kinds of interviews, all kinds of stuff. So I just want to ask, I just want to ask, like, do you feel like you've been impacted by hip hop? If so, how? I'll say for me, growing up, we weren't allowed to listen to any secular music. Mm -hmm, so I did mm -hmm. not start listening to anything outside of gospel mm -hmm. until college. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, it's when I first got exposed yeah. to other music. Yeah. Um, which was not technically a, a great thing, I guess, because I was doing like the R. Kelly that, and yeah. Chocolate Factory. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, like that's that. a, what do you call it? Like the Catholic girl syndrome, where it's like when you've been restricted for so long, it's like you wild out. So you was you was, you went you went you wild out. Basically. Mm -hmm. And then I came back. I came back. Like, I came back. I came mm -hmm, back. And mm -hmm. then, of course, when I met Ryan, mm -hmm. I got more introduced into CHH mm -hmm. music, which stands for Christian Hip Hop Music. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that kind of brought brought in my horizon with mm -hmm. the different styles of uh music that yes. edifies god yes. so i find myself listening to that type of music a Amen. lot like when i'm working out mm -hmm. or driving and mm -hmm. stay stay awake and i'm like i can't rap to these songs <laughs> but i like to like i like to dance yeah. to it you know there you go <laughs> when i'm working out and stuff yeah so, yeah that's good do you do you have like a favorite artist either secular or christian in the hip-hop uh, realm i think i would have to go with lecrae i think he's mm -hmm. still one of my favorites yeah that's what's up and the dope thing about lecrae is i mean he's been in the game for so long but he has managed to evolve as an artist, mm. which is very hard for a lot of artists to do. It's like most artists, they like they find their style and that's it. They rock their style, you know, and even as they release albums over the year, years, they still sound the same. Their production still sounds the same. Their flow still sounds the same. And it's like, yeah, that's dope. But I don't know if it's dope for today. But I think the amazing thing about Lecrae is he is still dope today. Like, mm -hmm. you know, he's been doing this for over 20 years and he still sounds relevant and he can go toe to toe with those that may do trap or those that may do mumble, you know, and then he can go and into the, you know, and do the backpack rap and do the, you know, kill him with the metaphors and all that stuff. So I, I could see, I could see why you would say with Craig. I, I would say for me, I really had to think about this. And first off, um, thank God for Christian hip hop for real, because I, I, I won't say I was a hip hop head, but I enjoyed hip hop secular hip-hop as a preteen, teenager, you know, even, you know, young adult into college. But Christian hip-hop for me, which my husband introduced me to as well, was, um, it was just a great alternative, you know, a very positive alternative for, to what was already out there, you know? I mean, like I would be, you know, as a teenager listening to Tupac talking about, you know, he's talking about, I get around and I'm like, <laughs> I love this song, but I hate these lyrics, you know, like, and so Christian hip hop has definitely been a positive, um, a positive alternative to that, you know, and then I'll even give a shout out to, you know, um, Bible break, um, Mr. Wiley, who like was literally one of the, the godfathers of Christian hip hop. I remember being like, 
gosh, I had to have been like five or six years old. And my aunt who was um, in college, she had come across this cassette, this song. It was a rap, a Bible rap called Bible Break. And she brought it home to us. And I remember like jamming to it. Like I remember being exposed to positive alternatives, even at an early age. It just really didn't stick, you know, I would say for me until I became an adult, because I was like, okay, I really have to make some decisions about, you know, what I want to consume. Um, so I would say for me, favorite artist hip hop wise, it's got to be El Boogie. It's got to be Lauryn Hill. And I would say that because what I love about Lauryn Hill is she is so multifaceted. I mean, from getting her start in, you know, um, Sister Act 2, you know, with the medley at the end, joyful, joyful. Like, to me, that was amazing. And then she transitioned onto the Fugees and then she did her solo project. And like her solo project came out when I was a freshman in college. And I can tell you, I remember literally walking down the hallway of our dorm and like everybody was playing it. Like you would get track eight over here. You hear X Factor over here. You hear Lost Ones over here. You hear Zion over here. You'll hear Doo-Wop over here. Like literally that album has a page in our yearbook dedicated to it because everybody was listening to it. But I just love the fact that she was so multifaceted, not only as an actor and a rapper, but girl could sing. Like she was mm -hmm. killing it on them tracks. So like for her to be able to go from one to the other, like effortlessly, seamlessly, and with excellence, like metaphors that are ridiculous and hit and runs. And I was just like, okay, all right, L. So I, I gotta say her. Close second will probably be Missy, but I gotta, I gotta say her. And Missy does the same thing, sing, rap, produce. So yeah, so all that to say, 50 years of hip hop, 50 years of hip hop. So yes, that is what had happened was, okay, okay. So let's dive into what's trending. Yes, okay. Whew. I know you guys have been hearing about Miss Kiki. Yep. And the boyfriend, yes, the baby daddy, <laughs> the baby daddy. Oh yeah, baby mm, daddy. Yeah. So here's our question: okay. Who's messier, mm. Kiki or Usher? Okay, tell us why. You gotta bring us up to speed. Like, what was the situation? Okay, so Kiki went to Usher's concert in Vegas, that residency, Fire. and this, you know, kind of revealing outfit. It was revealing. <laughs> It was basically and like a a swimsuit with a sheer yeah dress yeah, over yeah. it, pretty much a leotard with a you know. And he called her on stage, mm -hmm. and was, they were dancing. Mm -hmm. And the baby daddy, I guess we'll call him that. Yeah, baby daddy called her out on social media yeah. about you're a mother. Yeah. You should not be dressing yeah. like that. And so, yeah. So People that have some opinions yeah, about that. That was part one. So what? That was part one. As a mother, what's your opinion about it? I'm curious. I want to know. I would not have my tail out there in a little outfit like that. I, I, being a mother or not. Would you be, okay, <laughs> would you be at the concert with your girls? Like, we having a good time. We sell, I think they were celebrating their birthday. Would you be out? If, you know, like, if that was my jam, but mm -hmm. I don't, I don't. I don't really go to concerts, yeah. but yeah, if yeah, I just think out with some girls, yeah, yeah out I, with your girls, you know, mm -hmm. 
So you would? I would. I just probably wouldn't dress like that. It was, so it was the attire for you. It was what she had on. Yeah, I don't think okay. there was anything wrong with her dancing and stuff. Okay. How, that's what I was going to ask you. How did you feel about how she engaged with Usher? Like, because, you know, Usher's doing his job, y'all. I'm just saying. He's, he's, an, entertain he's an entertainer. She's an entertainer, yeah. too. You so. know, and so he's going to serenade. It was her birthday. He's going to serenade. He's going to serenade me. So did you? So you'd be okay with the serenade? <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, all right, Ryan. You heard it here first. No, no but I think, honestly, I think he said, like, you know, when, when Traxler talked about it, you know, if it's her birthday, yes. You know, serenade think, my girl. I don't think Ryan would have a problem yeah. with it because he's not insecure. Yeah. Like, he know I'm not going home with yeah. him. Or she don't want my poor kids. First of all. <laughs> And 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 Usher been around the block a couple times. He cute, he fine, he's finesse the women, but I don't know who Usher been with, where Usher been. Even if I was single, I'd be like, I don't know where you been, Usher. I don't know about all that. Okay. But you you easy on the eyes. We'll we'll give you that. So so but here's okay, so you don't think there was anything wrong with how they, they were did. dancing. Okay. All right, all right. So because it's a concert. So really, it's what she had on that you had a problem with. I was just like, ooh. <laughs> got it. Got it. Okay. So that was part one. Okay. So that conversation or that comment happened, and there was a lot of dialogue about it. And honestly, I think she unfollowed him. I don't know if they're even in relationship right yeah, now. Yeah, but if he saw her before she left out for the concert, then if he had a problem with it, yeah. then he should have said something yeah. then, not yeah. when she's on yeah. a stage. like. Yeah. Yeah. And then on social media, like yeah. you, you say something like if I'm wearing something that's yeah. a little bit too revealing, yeah. like Ryan will let me know before I walk out of the door, like, Facts. hey, you got, you got my legs <laughs> out there, like, <laughs> got my legs, sugar. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, he will let me know. Yeah, and I'll be like, oh, okay. Yeah. Or if something's like a little yeah. too snug, like, yeah. you know, I feel you, and and I would say even. Even if, you know, say they were, you know, they missed each other on the way out or whatever. I would say even if he did have something to say, I feel like it should have been said outside of social media, off of yes. social media. Like that should have been a one on one conversation. Matter of fact, if it was that deep, I would have been texting you or he would, have, you know, like, babe, holler at your boy when you get, you know, when you get back to your room or whatever, like we need to talk or whatever. The fact that it took place on social media, I think, was just a bit yeah. much. So, you know, but all that to say, I don't know if they're in a relationship right now. I did hear that she unfollowed him and we haven't seen any <laughs> post or anything with him. Keep in mind, it's your baby daddy. So you got to have some type of relationship with him. That's but true. All that to say, that was part one. Okay, so part two. Part two, uh, a video with Kiki and Usher dropped. Yes, I yes. think was this last week? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So there was some, you know, I think some shade being thrown yes. in the video now at the ex-boyfriend. Tell us what the video or, was about. Um, I can't remember. It's called Boyfriend. I think I don't remember the lyrics. Mm, that's okay. <laughs> I mean, it's you know, but the overall premise or whatever yeah and at the end of the mm -hmm. video she says she says something about being a mother yes and winks <laughs> at the camera and winks at the camera you know because i'm a mother she was tired or something yeah. she said oh i'm tired or whatever yeah. i guess because i'm a mother yeah and so i was like oh yeah she she throwing shade yes yes <laughs> I, I have 
to say, I really thought the concept of the video was very smart. Okay. Like the video is called Boy from First Time. Because you saw it before I did. And I remember us talking about it. And you were like, I really like it. And I was like, oh, I just feel like they're throwing the baby daddy <laughs> under the bus. Like they're like, it's catchy. Him it under. catchy. It, I mean, it's Usher, you know. But the premise I thought is cool because first I was like, okay, God, is she playing his love interest in the video? That's a bit much. That's messy. Like, really? Are we doing this? But when I watched it, I liked the premise. Like, basically, you know, and honestly, it alluded to what we were talking about with the video. Like, I think a lot of people fantasize about Usher. I think a lot of women, you know, love to, you know, imagine themselves with him or imagine him just in general because you're listening to his music, you're consuming his content. So you have this kind of like fantasy of who he is as a person. And so the video really is about that. Like how, you know, you know, if if your boyfriend's looking for me, you know, I'm with you basically. Like I'm in your thoughts, I'm in your mind, I'm in your, you know, I don't know, hopefully you're not in the heart, but you know, <laughs> all that to say, you know, he's he's basically in their thoughts and their minds. And so she's daydreaming about him the whole video. Like it's not like she's his actual love interest. And so when she wakes up and says, girl, I'm tired, you know, I am a mother, you know, like it's basically like, oh, this whole sequence of me dancing with Usher and everything was a dream. So I thought it was a cool concept. I, I really thought did. So too. Yeah. But here's the question. Do you think it was petty? Do you think it was messy? What you think? I think it was smart, strategic, mm, uh, because okay. I think they're able to capitalize off of the attention. Mm -hmm. So why not? I feel you. <laughs> I, I feel you. I feel you. Okay. Why not? Wow. All right. So if you haven't checked out the video, I'm not encouraging you to listen to secular <laughs> music. I promise I'm not, but it's, it's a smart video. So all that to say, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens with Kiki, her baby daddy, and Usher. We'll see. All right, number two, what's trending? Um, you can you can talk about this story about Tori. Tori, yeah, Tori Lanes. Tori Lanes is a hip hop artist, and he officially was sentenced to prison, y'all. Um, some of you may or may not be familiar with this story, but I don't know if it was a year or two ago. Uh, it may have even been longer, quite honestly. But all that to say. He, um, and I'm going to use the word allegedly for a lot of reasons, but he allegedly shot Megan Thee Stallion, another hip hop artist in the foot. And there's footage of her limping out of the car, feet bleeding, you know, all kinds of stuff. And so there was a lot of back and forth over this. Like, did he do it? What really happened? All of that. So at the end of the day, he officially was sentenced and he didn't get no light sentence, y'all. He was sentenced to like 10 years in prison. And so there was again conversation around it like did he do it should he have been sentenced should he have been found guilty and should he have been sentenced for so long um he did make a statement he still has not publicly admitted to doing it um and megan the stallion has made a statement as well basically saying for all of you all of y'all that didn't stand with me you know so there's still a lot of back and forth over did he do it did he not do it but I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on it? Well, I think that I don't know if it was a jury or the judge. They mm -hmm. found him guilty. So mm -hmm. whatever the evidence they had, obviously mm -hmm. pointed to him that he was guilty. Yeah. Um. I think I think when I was reading up on it, he was drunk at the time. Mm. Um. So when you're drunk, you're mm -hmm. not in your right state of mind. Yeah. Um. And if you have a gun and you decide to pull the trigger, 
then you have to be ready for whatever consequences follow when you yeah. make that decision. So I think wow. there was a lot of bad choices. Yeah. Ooh. Do you think you should have got 10 years though? That's a long time. I mean, that's why I'm not a judge. I don't know what the consequences are, yep. but apparently he has a track record of having guns mm. or something. So, and he might. A lot of rappers um, do, sadly. So maybe it was warranted. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, you're going to have to learn this lesson the hard wow. way. So. Wow. Well, y'all, preparatory. Because, I mean, 10 years is a long time. Now, thankfully, he did get credit for time served. So I think that knocked out knocked off about a year mm -hmm. and then i think he can be up for parole after seven years or something but still that's a long, yeah, it's time. A long time so yeah so pray for him pray for his family pray for megan too you know the whole situation with you know violence against women um so just a lot a lot there a lot there but we wanted to basically make sure we you know informed y'all and talked about that so all right and then uh last but certainly not least we got boss baddie mamas <laughs> they're making it happen out here in these streets so it's two that i want to talk about particularly okay first one is riri we've been talking a lot about riri but riri is doing her thing like out here doing her thing she recently launched a maternity line through her partnership with savage by fenty so I was like, that's very smart, very smart. But let me let me ask you, Toya, would you, I mean, in my mind, I always associate Savage by Fenty with like lingerie. Mm -hmm. Like, would you buy like sexy maternity clothes? Yeah, because I think when you're pregnant, mm -hmm. like you, you're looking at your body, it's changing mm -hmm. and you feel like you're huge. So I think anything that can mm -hmm. like help boost your confidence mm -hmm. or self-esteem or make you feel pretty is gotcha. genius so amen all right all right sometimes i'll be like looking at the maternity <laughs> clothes like just because i'm pregnant don't mean i just want to look like like a sack that's real that's <laughs> like, real i can, can see you give that. me some cute stuff i could see that you know i could see that i'm pregnant don't mean i want to look like wow. you know yeah well she Whoa. saw a need she met it so that's that's dope that's really dope. I'm glad. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Cool. Mm -hmm. So, yes. Congratulations, Rihanna. We appreciate it. <laughs> All right. And then Sierra. <clears throat> Sierra, Sierra, aka CC. Uh, she's back in the news. Two things. She she has two new releases. <laughs> two new releases. <laughs> one personally, one professionally. So she's officially pregnant with her fourth child. She's about to be in the Toya Club. Welcome to the <laughs> four kid club. <laughs> she's about to be in the club, Toya. And she's doing it. Like she's she's killing the game. I think I, th I think I saw a post of her with like all four pregnancy pictures. I was like, gosh, she just like that bounce back game is ridiculous. Yeah. I'm like, I'm praying for like one good bounce back. I'm like, can I, <laughs> can I get a one good bounce back? Like, what in the world? So she killing it. So she's pregnant with number four. And then she also dropped an EP this week. CC, that's what it's called. And so I checked it out briefly. Um, and I was pretty, I was pretty impressed. I mean, you know, CC's always had that R&B feel. I think she really was trying to be intentional with bringing that back because everything has been overrun with hip hop. Mm -hmm. Now, granted, she's got um, a song where she's featuring Lil Baby. And then she's got another song where she's featuring Chris Brown, but 
I just thought it was dope. So, mm -hmm. but yeah, I, I am here for the for the boss baddie mamas. Yes, I really am. I'm here for it too. Congratulations. <laughs> Way to be an example. That's what, yeah. Like you can be a mom and still be out there doing it and making money and having your own businesses. And shout out to little baby. I love your tips. If you ever listen to this. <laughs> I, I tasted those at and I'm like hooked. I love them. Oh, anyway. I love it. How many times you done bought them, Tori? A lot. Too many times. I will not share. That is so funny. <laughs> I am laughing hard, y'all, because literally we have been back for a good week or two. And just Toy just sent this random text like, did y'all eat them little baby chips? They were good. We were like, what now? Because I didn't eat them while we were there. Oh, bless I, you. I was wait. I don't know why I didn't eat them, but when I finally did, I was like, oh my, these are good. Girl, them days <laughs> was long. I was killing every every little freebie I got, I was killing them. But that's amazing. It was hilarious. And then she was like, y'all, I went and, I went and ordered them from Target. I said, Toya hooked, y'all. She is hooked. So, yes, shout out to little Baby for the chips, bro. <laughs> They're good. They're, they're good. good. What are, do you remember what they're called? Or are they just little they're baby? Called little baby. And it's through I Target. I'm like, Target, Walmart has some, but you know, you got to get them at like the stores that have ex ethnic people that live around. Because are you serious? They're not in like the Douglasville store. Are you serious? <laughs> you got to so go serious. to the hood? I order them from the hood. Oh my, I don't know how to feel about that. I'm like, part of me is like offended. Like, you, I can't, I cannot find them in any like, non-ethnic. These suburban, these little suburban kids know who little baby is just as much as these people in the hood. Y'all need to get them chips out there too. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Not sold in this store. You see it on the app. Not sold in this store. That's, not out of stock, just not sold here. Yes. That's a mess. They got a demographic. <laughs> they pushing it. That's a shame. That's a shame. Well, y'all, if you you know you can order them, you know check them out. But they they're very good. So anything else for what's trending? I know we had a lot to catch up on, y'all. Really. Now let's do top picks. Yes. Um, I have been reading this book called Mindset. Ooh. Um, and it's really talking about the difference between people that have a fixed mindset mm -hmm. versus people that have a growth mindset. Love it. So it's been very interesting. And I'm like learning things and trying to like apply it like to I have a growth mindset. I love it. Mindset. And just like applying the principles mm -hmm. that I'm reading. Um, and then also I'm reading seven steps to effect effective instructional leadership. Ah. Um, and then things that I'm watching. The summer I turned pretty. It's a good. Do you like I it? I like it. I like it. Me and Ryan, mm -hmm. we both watch that. And we've been watch watching special ops lioness. I was gonna ask. Okay, I think I recorded the first episode of that, but I haven't. I haven't watched it. Is it good though? Mm -hmm. You like it? Yeah, we we enjoy that. That's mm -hmm. what's up. That's what's up. Good stuff. I would say, gosh, you. I, I wish I was reading something like super insightful and educational right now, but I'm just <laughs> not. I'm just. It's only just because not. I'm in school. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't be reading. <laughs> I mean, that's great though. I mean, not you. You inspire us all, Toya. I. Um, I would say I've been doing a lot of podcasting or a lot more podcasting. I won't say a lot of podcasting, but a lot more podcasting. And I really, I think I actually put this as a top pick, 
um, sometime last season, but I have really been enjoying 30 Minutes with the Perrys. Like I've really been enjoying the podcast that Jackie Hill Perry and her husband Preston Perry have together. I feel like they do a great job of tackling um, not so popular topics or controversial topics in a very non-threatening, like personable way. And I just love the way that they like communicate with each other. Like they're like conversing as they're teaching. So it's not like, you know, like they're preaching as much as it's like they're conversing and then you're kind of picking up knowledge and tips from them and wisdom and insight from them as they're conversing with one another, if that makes sense. So mm -hmm. um, I really love that. And of course, I love the fact that um, they're a husband and wife team. Like um, I, I, I feel like I kind of gravitate towards um, couples that are like pursuing purpose together. Um, so I love that podcast. Um, television shows. I, um, oh, well, let me start with, I have a movie and a television show. So television show is as of late, Will Trent, like that one kind of snuck up on me. It's a primetime show. I think they just finished their first season on ABC. And somebody had told me a while ago that it was really good. And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, you know, and I just kind of moved on. But, you know, summer months, things have been replaying. And so I kind of caught the replay. And then literally after one episode, I was like, I got to see what happened next. I got to see what happened next. And before I knew it, I just like kind of watched the whole season in like a day or two. So Will Trent, I think is dope because it takes place in the Atlanta area. So you kind of kind of pick up on different locations that they're in. And then the approach that they take, it's a diverse cast. I mean, the male character is of Hispanic descent and uh, his lieutenant or his boss is a black lady and his partner is a, uh, a black lady. And then um, his girlfriend is a white girl. So it's like a lot of diversity. And then just his whole backstory, like he, you know, came out of... Um, the foster care system and just the different triggers that he is working through and how he's learned to cope even in such a high profile role where he works for the Georgia Bureau of Investigation. So it's really cool. It's really cool. Like just the different things that they incorporate and how they tie in certain things. So I really enjoyed that. Um, that one kind of snuck up on me. Movie, I will say the one I want to um, give a shout out to is The Sound of Freedom. Chris, my husband, and I got a chance to see um, that movie when we were on vacation a couple weeks ago. And the dope thing about The Sound of Freedom is that you can see it for absolutely free. I'll put the link in the chat um, if you're interested in seeing it. But um, you can go to angelstudios.com and type in The Sound of Freedom, and they'll tell you, you know, where you can go and see it for free. Um, but... So I love that model, number one, like we were kind of studying that whole thing and trying to figure out how we could, you know, implement that and use that for future things. But the actual topic of the movie, um, it's a tough topic, but a very necessary one. It deals with child trafficking. Mm. So um, he's basically a, the main character is a federal agent and he has been putting away pedophiles for the majority of his career. But he starts to really get convicted about like what's happening with these children like i'm taking pedophiles off of the street but i'm never able to find the children that they have basically been prostituting and so he ends up on this journey where he finds he, he goes to 
um, find a brother and then locate his sister and just all the steps that he takes in order to rescue these children. And um, it, it was a really good movie. And I, I say, uh, I think a lot of people are calling it a Christian movie. I don't necessarily know if I call it one. I mean, I think they, he quotes a scripture at one point and then talks about, you know, God's children not being for sale. So maybe that's why. Um, of course, it's a very noble topic, like one that definitely needs to be addressed. But um, I appreciated the fact that it had action. It was real. It was raw. It wasn't explicit. So, you know, I definitely don't take your children to see it, but it wasn't explicit where you feel like you got to repent for seeing it. But at the same time, it didn't feel like washed over. I feel like a lot of Christian movies where it's like, you know, it has to be like Disney-fied in order for it. And I'm like, no, we deal with real issues. So I appreciated the fact that it was like real and relevant and just well done. It was very well done. So The Sound of Freedom, I would check that out. And again, I'll put the link in the chat if you want to get some free tickets or pass it on to someone else to get free tickets, you can donate so other people can get free tickets. Like it's a dope model. So those are my three top picks. Awesome. And we want to hear from you all. So be sure to put inside of our chat or you can DM us of any topics that you want to hear yes. about or any guests that yes. you want us to have on, um, on our show this season. Um, join us next time. We're going to have a life coach. Her yes. name is Kama Green. She's coming from North Carolina and she'll be joining us. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast app, our YouTube channel, our Facebook and Twitter at Becoming Eva Today. And don't forget Get to get some your merch. merch from Get our some merch. website. Oh, wait, let me show my water bottle too. Get some, like we adding some stuff y'all all the time. So Get your water bottle. You can stay hydrated. All that good stuff. We got t-shirts. We got tanks. We got dresses. We got slides. We got bags. Like, And we were rocking the merch while we were in um, New Orleans, while we were at Essence Fest. We got some great feedback. So check it out, y'all. Support check us. BecomingEvaToday.com. And we'll see you guys soon. See you soon. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Click subscribe on YouTube and subscribe to the podcast. Check us out at becomingevatoday.com or email us at becomingevatoday.com. See you next time. time.